Dr. Rick Wallace dropping in on you. Hope everybody is having an unbelievable <clears throat> uh, week to this point. Look, I'm not going to be long, but I do want to talk to you. Uh, so I'm going to start this uh, segment off with a question. The question is, where will you be five years from now? The truth is that whenever I ask that question, uh, there are very few people who can, with any confidence, answer the question. And if you were to literally uh, search or purvey or uh, survey the population, you will find that a very small percentage can, with any confidence, attempt to say where they're going to be. Now, no one can say with a precise level of accuracy exactly where they're going to be five years from now. But those, there are a group of people, there is a group of people who have the capacity to with certain, with a certain level of certainty, tell you within reason where they're going to be. And that's because they have set a course for their life. They have an idea of where they're at now. They also know where they want to be in five years. There is, they're not left or they have not left themselves to the whims and the moves and the forces of life to dictate to them where they're going to be. They understand that there's going to be movement in their lives that is going to be restrictive. There's going to be movement that's going to be abrasive. There's going to be movements that will hinder and push back on them, but they do not allow those things to be the determining factor of where they're going to be. So they have made up in their mind that they're setting a course of action to arrive at a specific place at a specific time. Now, how do you get from where you are to where you want to be? See, the first thing is before we can talk about how you get from where you are to where you want to be, you got to know inside of you where you want to be. The problem is the vast majority of people are simply living day to day, surviving, living day to day, existing. And so they don't have the ability to sit up. Uh, the ability to sit up and say, okay, I'm doing this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And this is where I'm going. It's about just let me get through the day. Just let me be okay today. Let me fix this. Let me deal with this. And I, I, I understand you have to be responsible. You have to deal with the things on the table, but you also have to live your life in a manner that assesses where you are and determines that you are going to advance. Let me tell you something. You are five years from now, you are going to arrive. If you are living five years from now, you are going to arrive. The question is where? 
And see, that's the thing. People aren't thinking about where am I going to be next year? Where am I going to be three years from now? Where am I going to be five years from now, 10 years from now? We're just simply talking and thinking and moving based on where we are now. We're completely, in most instances, reacting to what's going on at the moment. And we get so caught up in what's going on at the moment, we don't prepare for what's going on next week, what's going to happen next month, what's going to happen six years from now. So then what happens? We live day to day. We don't come into new situations prepared to take advantage of opportunity. One of the biggest things that I see a problem in is not a lack of opportunity, but an un, uh, uh, an inability to either recognize opportunity or be in a position to take advantage of it. Most people are not in a position to recognize or take advantage of opportunities. So they're normally locked into places that they feel is their lot in life, but they don't understand that there's no such thing as a lot in life. You are literally by the way you choose and move. And let me explain something to you to give you greater clarity on this question, where will you be five years from now? Well, I can tell you this, where you will be five years from now is heavily and greatly dependent upon what you are doing now, the decisions you are making now, how you're behaving now, what you're doing. You are literally setting the stage, you are setting in motion, you are planting the seeds of what will come to uh, fruition and manifestation next year, the year after that, and up to five, 10 years from now, your choices that you're making now, the way you think now, the way you move now, the way you operate now is the direct, uh, uh, rep representation of where you can expect to be. If you are not happy with where you are now, you can't continue the same path of, that you've been traveling because it's going to pretty much land you, in, land you in the same place. So you will, if you're still living five years from now, you will arrive. The question is, where? Do you have any idea? Most people don't. Why? Because they are not deliberately setting a course of action. They're not deliberately setting a path. They're not deliberately deliberately heading towards something, but you have to do that. Now, let me tell you, once you determine what you want and where you want to be five years from now, there are some things you're going to have to do to change your trajectory, to change your path and direction, and to ensure that you're going to be extremely close to, or maybe even surpass this idea of where you say you want to be five years from now. It's not going to happen through the crossed finger theory. I just cross my fingers and hope. If I just cross my fingers, man, luck is going to happen. Something that's not going to work. The cross finger theory has been proven false. It does not work. You're going to have to take deliberate, decisive and precise action with an understanding of where you're going and having a plan of how you're going to get there. Understanding that over the time, there's going to be unexpected dis disruptions. The vicissitudes of life are going to roll in. There are going to be a lot of different things that happen that you weren't expecting, but you're going to have to make adjustments based off of it. You're going to recorrect. You're going to have to calib recalibrate and you're going to have to set yourself up to get to where it is you're trying to go. So I'm going to give you five principles. I'm going to give you five principles that will help you be very uh, effective in ensuring that you're going to land very close to where it is you want to be in five years from now. You've got to have some idea of where you want to be. You can't sit up and live your life at the whims of the forces and external movement and external forces outside of yourself. That's why so many people are tossed to and fro up and down 
and are constantly unhinged because they don't have an idea what's going on. They feel so out of control. Well, you have to take control. And to take control, you have to be aware of where you're at, where you, where you want to go, and then you determine how you're going to get there. One of the first things I can tell you that's going to be immensely important is waking up early. The later you wake up in the day, the less control you have, the less time you have, um, the, the more of the things that you are pursuing and going after in establishing yourself and creating your space is going to be occupied. So if you're looking to start a business in X, Y, Z, something I, I, I tell my kids, you can't talk about running a business and getting up at 10 o'clock. Why? <clears throat> because you got competitors out there that got up at six. And they're out there pursuing your target audience. They're pursuing your potential clients. They're courting your money, so to speak. And it doesn't just apply in business. It doesn't just apply in finance. It applies to anything. You've got to get up early. Uh, one of the most common habits among successful people is their early risers. Now, granted, there are some people who have achieved great success and who are not. But that is a very small percentage. You should be looking to get up early, get a great start. And I had uh, a new client that uh, came to me and uh, she uh, watches uh, a lot of what I'm doing right now. That's how she came to me. And she said she would wake up in the morning and she would go, it's six o'clock and he's already put up a, a, a video. What time did he get up? I said, I'm up every morning, no later than four, sometimes three. And I'm number one, I'm spending a minimum of 30 minutes uh, priming. What is priming? Priming is getting my mindset right before I take on any challenge, before I check my phone, before I do anything. I prime, I get my mindset right. I want to establish a heart of gratitude, I want to establish a mindset of confidence and positive anticipation. I want to set myself up to understand that it doesn't matter what comes at me today. I'm built for it. So it doesn't matter what I'm see, what I'll see on that phone when I open up. It doesn't matter what that first phone call will say, because no matter what it is, I am going to make something happen. I'll give you a prime example. Monday, I got hit with about three different uh, situations where each one was bad news and all three were financial. But before I had ever saw it, I had already spent time priming, getting my mind right, starting my day off with gratitude, a bunch of other things that I set out to do every day. So by the time it hit, I just kind of smiled. I was like, wow. Then right after that, about an hour later, bam, another one. Whoa. whoa. Then less than an hour after that, another one. And all I said up says, I got this. I'm built for this. Watch me work. I can't be stopped. It doesn't matter what happens. I'm going to win. Before the day was over, I had covered all of that that had been lost. Now, it doesn't always happen that fast, but it always happens. So what am I getting at? I'm saying that you've got to sit up and have a mindset of getting up early and getting started. The next thing, you've got to read regularly. So the question is, you know, uh, it said, uh, we know that the average person in America reads about one book a year. The top performers read a minimum of four books a month. Now, here's the thing. You've got to ask your question. When you determine where it is you want to go, are you reading the right books to help you get there? So it's not just reading, but are you reading the right books 
that will help you get to the place that you say you want to be. And so you've got to be deliberate in choosing what you feed your mind, what you feed your subconscious, what you feed your heart. You've got to be mind. You've got to be careful of what you allow into your gates, your eyes and your ears. You've got to be careful of what you listen to, what you read, what you see, what you watch. Then you got to be careful about what you say. Control yourself, talk. But it starts with being able to read regularly and read with a deliberate, precise purpose of getting you where you're trying to go. Read books that'll tell you how to grow in one area. Read books that'll tell you how to master something that you're going to need to master to get to the destination that you're trying to get to. Read books with intent. You're not reading to be entertained. You're reading to be empowered. You've got to understand that. All right. The next thing you're going to do is exercise regularly. I can tell you that uh, despite uh, my unbelievable ability to use my mind, I can tell you that when I got away from being uh, uh, competitive athletically and started really just focusing on business, business, for a while I was good. I was still hitting the gym. I was doing everything. And then about maybe five years ago, I got five, six years ago, I got caught up in just really trying to grow my business and get back to where I was. And, and I, I was all in. So I'm living a completely sedentary lifestyle. And I can tell you that despite being, un, un, I mean, like off the chain here, as my health declined physically, my ability to perform declined also. So you've got to have the balance. Plus, exercise releases dopamine. Dopamine is a feel-good hormone. Dopamine puts you in a positive uh, place, a positive emotional state. It is important that you get that. Plus, working out gives energy. Now, I recommend working out in the morning, but sometimes you can't do that. Why working out in the morning? Number one is you get it out of the way. Number two, it gives you energy. It releases the dopamine at a time of the day that sets your mood and gets you started. Uh, you're going to have more to give to it. It just, uh, there are a lot of positive things to working out, but if you can't, you've got to set a time to get there. And what I found out is the longer you go in the day, the tireder you become, the less energy you have. It's easier to sit up and say, man, I'll just do it tomorrow. But when you wake up and you make it a priority, it's, you make it the one of, one of four priorities. I tell people all the time, you're going to have your things you must do, and you're going to have the things you need to do, and you're going to have the things you want to do. All of the things that you must do get done. So the things that you know absolutely has to happen has to be a part of that must group. Normally, you can get four or five of those max in a day. And so you got to you got to prioritize. So you prioritize and you make that a must. So you work out and exercise regularly. Next is, again, it goes, this one goes back to number one, uh, uh, develop, develop a heart of gratitude. What does that mean? That means that you literally have to wake. I tell people all the time, you've probably heard me say this if you watch me before. When I wake up in the morning, before I do anything, I turn. If I'm on my side or on my stomach, I turn over and I lay on my back and I look up and I say thank you. Before anything else, I say thank you. And I'm being thankful for the fact that I'm still breathing. And that means I'm still in the fight. And that means that I still have a chance to have an impact in this world. And I'm still building my legacy. And so for that alone, I'm grateful. Then I look over to my left and there laying is there to my left is laying my wife. I watch for her to take her first breath. And then when I see that she's still breathing, I go, thank you. Now, I haven't even gotten out of the bed yet. And I've already said thank you twice. 
Then I get up, wash my face, do all the stuff I have to do, put my clothes on. And when I walk out of the room and then I go and I walk past kids' rooms and I know that I've been entrusted with their well-being. And I, I think about those that are no longer in the home, outside the home. And I think about them and what I've been able to do in, in, in one way or another in their lives. Again, I say, thank you. I'm three times. I haven't even left the house yet. What am I saying? You've got to establish a heart of gratitude. Gratitude is the gateway to abundance. You cannot achieve at a high level and, and, and accumulate things that matter to you in great abundance without you first having a level of gratitude. You've got to have gratitude. And then finally, you've got to set and pursue goals. The reason most people can't tell you where they're going to be is because they have no blueprint of where they're going. You know, they don't know, even if they, they, they're saying, well, I want to be wealthy, but they don't have a particular idea of what that means. They don't have an idea of where they, where they have to go to get there. Then they can't tell you. But when you sit up and you set goals, well, in, in 90 days, I'm going to do this. And this, well, it starts to change your approach. It starts to change how you move. It starts to change your behavior. It starts to demand a refinement of your thinking and your self-discipline. It starts to call on you. And I tell you, I set goals that immediately demand urgency. I don't set goals that allow me to be casual in my movement, in my behavior. I set goals that make me wake up at three o'clock in the morning because I know if I don't get up at three or four o'clock in the morning, that things won't happen the way I want them to happen. You have to be decisive and deliberate in setting the stage for how your life plays out. Stop waiting on somebody to show up and rescue you. Stop waiting on government entities to provide you with what you need. Stop waiting on get uh, uh, looking for get-rich-quick schemes. Start looking at your life and saying, this is what I want for myself. This is where I'm at. This is where I need to go. How am I going to get there? Take a step-by-step -step analysis and look at it. Lay it out. Put it together. Make goals. Work on them. And understand that, yes, you're going to be interrupted. Yes, there are going to be delays. Yes, there are going to be frustration. All of those things are par for the course. But that's not what you focus. You focus on the finish line. You focus on the destiny. You focus on where I want to be a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. I know where I've got to be. I can't be sitting around waiting. The problem is most people have an idea they want to be better, but they try to do it at the last minute. No. What you're going to be five years from now is going to be heavily dependent upon what you do today. And if you don't ever get that, that's why you're always behind. That's why you're never where you want to be. That's why you're never happy. You're never fulfilled. You're, you're never satisfied because you're sitting up trying to get something done and, and, and move. And you think you can just sit up and wish it to happen. And through some form of social, I mean, emotional osmosis, it's going to take place. And that's not how things work. You're going to have to actually make up in your mind, I'm going there. It's going to take X amount of time to get there. I'm going to have to do this first, that second, this, 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 and I got to do it in this time frame. And this is what I'm focusing on. When you do that, you might not get there at the time that you thought, but you're going to be a lot further along than if you had not made the plan. Sometimes out to do. Sometimes it's, you're going to excel beyond. That's good. Set the goal higher next time. You want to stretch yourself. 
That's the problem. Everybody wants to be comfortable. Everybody wants to sit around and, and hang in that corner of comfort. That's not where things happen. Things happen when you stretch yourself, when you pull yourself out of the comfort zone, when you set goals that make you uncomfortable, make you have a sense of urgency. That's where you start to stand up and rise to the demand of what it's going to take to make things happen. I apologize. I don't know what's going on with the camera, but uh, anyway, you can hear me. Look. It's up to you. It's that simple. It's up to you. Uh, For those of you who are really ready to make a move, I want to work with you. Uh, I'm, I'm in the process this year. My goal is to touch 1 million lives. I'm going to do it in a bunch of different ways. The way I love to get down most is one-on-one because in one-on-one I get to get directly into who you want to be. And I get to approach it from a perspective of where you want to go and what needs to be done. It's, it's, it's no longer generalized. And that, you know, and I love doing these generalized messages. I love doing these courses that people purchase but that one-on-one work is where I, I live. And so I'm excited about that. Uh, I have a program called Savage in Six. It's a six weeks program, which is sort of a expedited, highly intense version of my bronze package, which is a 12-week program, but it's designed to help people make massive moves. I want to help you do something exceptional, do something extraordinary, do something phenomenal. I want to help you with deal, develop the confidence of knowing where you're going to be in five years and to make the necessary changes it takes in order to be there. Also, I want to invite you to join the Epic Ram community of high achievers. It's a community I created where like-minded people are coming together and fanning one another's flames encouraging one another. We have a number of different experts in a number of different areas that are there to help you in mental health, in finance, in business ownership, uh, in relationships and marriage, and so much more. We're there to provide you with help. We're there to provide you with an environment where you're safe, where you can talk about your visions. You can talk about your dreams. You can talk about your concerns, your apprehensions, your fears. And you're going to have some people that are going to be out of fame your faith. We have weekly Q&A sessions. We have a bunch. I want you to come be a part of that. If you don't do anything else, join that and look at what we're doing. Because the beautiful thing I loved about this when I created this community, I created it for new people. The first people to jump on it were all old clients. They have an understanding of what happens in situations like that, and they jumped on it. And so it was it, it was just a confirmation of the work I've done, and, and it really made me feel great. But I want to see everybody win. That's my goal. I want to see everybody win. And the thing is, you can go out and go out and you can make some things happen for yourself. And no matter what happens in this life, it can't stop the, the very definition of destiny is the more you try to stop it from happening, the more you ensure that it does. Nothing or no one can stop you if you decide that you're going to live out your destiny. So that's my my my, my close for you. I would love to work with those who are ready in the Savage and Six program. The link is there, but I want everybody to join the I want everybody to join the uh 
epic realm uh, community of high achievers. On that note, I'm gonna get ready to get out of here. Uh, as I always say, I live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I down E and I'm challenging you to do the same thing. On that note, I'm out. Thank you.